strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. Yes, I am your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Thank you so much for tuning in live to Strategy Talks. I want to make sure that um, everybody is welcomed. Those who are here live, those who are here watching this on the replay, put hashtag replay in the comments so that my guest and I can answer questions if you have them and we know that you're watching the replay. And a special shout out to our podcast listeners. This is episode 19. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, I have a wonderful guest with me today. Before I introduce her to all of you, I want to do a quick shout out to Social Insider. Those um, is a wonderful um, company that sponsors Strategy Talks. They are the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics, reporting, and competitors analysis for brands and agencies and for social media professionals just like you and me. So thank you so much, Social Insider. And now without much further ado, I'm going to bring my guests onto the screen with us. Um, welcome, Anne. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. So let me um, give everybody your bio so they know who um, I'm talking to today. So Anne Popolotz Popolizio is the <laughs> owner. See, I knew I was going to do this, Anne. Um, is the owner of the digital marketing agency, Social Squid. In school, Anne was the nerdiest of creatives and the most creative of the nerds. This balance serves her well in social media. She focuses on uh, specificity in storytelling for your ideal client, and she's obsessed with analytics so you can measure the results of your effort. She's been doing social media for businesses since 2011 and knows how to leverage your social media following into real customers. So, and I have read your bio before and I absolutely love it. The nerdiest of nerds, right? Absolutely. This is great. So, and we're going to talk about tracking ads performance, something mm -hmm. that business owners need to know about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there were some big changes recently. Um, if you listened to Facebook, the sky was falling. Uh, it was the end of the world. Um, uh, everyone was freaking out. Everyone was panicking. Uh, major news outlets were reporting on it. Um, if you were paying any attention, this was the iOS 14.5 update. Um, big changes were made, um, but the uh, what you and I are going to talk about today is whether or not the sky actually fell. <laughs> and did it? No, no, it no. Did not fall. no, no. All was well. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's start with that, right? So. You're a business owner, you're watching this. I've got this expert here, Anne. Um, what are some things that people need to know? You just said the sky didn't fall, which is great. So mm -hmm. what are some things we need to know? Because changes were made and things mm -hmm. are not working yeah. as they were before. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the biggest changes that were made with this update, um, you know, you may have noticed if you have an iPhone, 
uh, it now pops up and asks you, you know, allow app to track across other applications or websites. And, you know, most people, uh, I think something like 88% of people are saying, nope, <laughs> <laughs> myself included. I mean, come on. Um, but uh, so th that was the biggest change, especially the most front facing, most visible change that was made um, for so, so there, you know, there's consequences to that, right? So, right, that was going to be that was going to be my question. So, eighty-eight percent of people say no, don't track me. What does that mean? So, what that means, where where the consequence was for advertisers, um, particularly Facebook advertisers, is most retargeting uh, was done through. Actually, let me, let me rephrase that. Not necessarily most, but retargeting, uh, a large part of retargeting, was done through. Uh, pixel-based uh, retargeting. So the pixel is a little piece of code that you put onto your website and it was browser-based and it's, you know, kind of like a cookie and, you know, a little, little code, you know, code goes on your site. And every time you've, you know, a customer visited your website um, and they visited page A, page B, page C, and then they opted in for a lead magnet or they purchased whatever, or they added a product to cart and then pieced out. Um, your website was sending a message back to Facebook saying, hey, this person just did X, Y, Z, also A, B, and C. And what changed is uh, now people have the option to say, no, Facebook doesn't get to send that message back when I'm on my iOS device. Uh, if I have opted out, Facebook doesn't get to track me across other things, then that browser-based pixel isn't going to fire as accurate. I mean, it's going to fire. It's just not necessarily the sense of that. Facebook like, will check to make sure someone's opted out of tracking. And then if they have, then it doesn't really think it's a report, supposedly. Um. <laughs> That's a lot of information. So that, yeah. so that information mm -hmm. changes the way you, as an ad specialist, mm -hmm place ads or put ads together or your ability like what what does it so so that so that you know we've all been there right you go to buy that christmas sweater you are on the website mm -hmm. you decide like maybe i better ask my husband if he really wants that christmas sweater so i back out mm -hmm. the cart i go to facebook and boom there is that same exact Christmas sweater, which is crazy right there on Facebook. Are you sure I don't want to buy this? Right. So <laughs> if that doesn't happen, so how do you then as a, as a retailer, as an advertiser, as a service provider, as a product provider, mm -hmm. how can you now run the ads? What, so, so what does that mean? How does that impact? Yeah. So, so just a little side note, most of those kinds of ads, if you went onto Facebook and that sweater was there, yes, that was Facebook's pixel firing. The website was talking back to Facebook and Facebook was like, oh, this person wants this product. And Facebook was then serving the ad. Um, but most of those kinds of retargeting ads are actually through Google, through okay. Google ads. And that wasn't impacted by this because Google uses what are called first party cookies and Facebook was using a third party and that was the issue. We're not going to get into those details right now, but Google still has all its game on. Um, so, so how? So, to, but to answer your question, like, what? How do you, as an advertiser, deal with this kind of situation? So, one thing that was not impacted was on, like, on Facebook re retargeting based on on Facebook behavior or on Instagram behavior. That didn't change. Um, and so Facebook still knows that you, um, 
you know, Facebook still knows what you're doing on Facebook. Like if I'm running an ad for a particular product and you clicked on that ad, Facebook still knows that you clicked on that ad. Um, and so there can be retargeting based on, you know, at the, at the Facebook level. Um, but but the, what the, the scenario that you outlined where like I didn't come in from Facebook, I would just went to a website, that kind of retargeting is a lot harder. And so there's certain companies where that, was impacted. But again, most of most of the retargeting that happens where the, you know, the product is following you around the internet, that's not coming from Facebook. That's usually coming from Google Ads. Google. Okay. That's really um, great information. Yeah. I, I actually didn't know that. So that's great. Yeah, so that's yeah. good to know. Google, Facebook display ads are... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, so what do you, what do we like, you know, you know, backing this up as an advertiser, what do you do? Um, you, the, the, the biggest piece where there was an impact was not so much in that the sale isn't happening or that the behavior isn't happening. It was the ability to actually to attribute it back to a particular ad. That's where the biggest loss was for advertisers. Um, retargeting was a component of what was lost, but not all retargeting was lost. I mean, if you listen to some people, it sounded like, you know, retargeting suddenly became impossible. Not at all the case. Um, certain kinds of retargeting did become very difficult, much more difficult. Um, and so if it's like, you know, I've added this product to cart in the last three days and then I abandoned my cart, retargeting that's based on that very particular behavior would become more difficult with the, the iOS 14.5 changes. That, that just is what it is. Um, but again, all retargeting was not lost. Um uh, and if, you know, if you've got, you know, a store on Instagram, like Facebook, Instagram still knows what's going on. Like if I'm looking at the product on Instagram, Instagram, Instagram knows. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, so, in, in so, so looking at like, what, what can you do where, where we took a big shift again, the, the sales and the conversions were still happening. Attribution was where we saw the biggest loss. So where we made the biggest shift, um, was actually, uh, with how we did tracking and uh, what tools we were using as primary sources for tracking. So whereas I used to use ads manager for conversion tracking as my primary source for, for tracking, we are now leaning very heavily on Google Analytics. Um, and I cross-reference uh, between Google Analytics and ads manager. And you talk about Facebook ads manager, right? So mm -hmm. yes, yeah, yes, just, yes, to, yes. just to clarify that. So mm -hmm. Before you were heavily reliant on Facebook Ads Messenger, and now you're ads pulling manager. ads yeah. manager. Yeah. And so now you're pulling in Google Analytics. Yeah, we're leaning. I mean, we we always had Google Analytics set up, but it was always like the secondary thing I would look at it. Like, you know, I'd use it to, you know, more troubleshoot. Is there an issue going on? But like ads manager was what I was using, you know, if I'm like, how are my ads doing? That's really where I was paying, you know, the most attention. Um, but now we've, in terms of conversion tracking, we've switched over to really relying on Google Analytics. Um, uh, and, you know, you, so, so looking at like what advertisers can do, you definitely want to make sure that your Google Analytics is properly set up, that you've got goals set up, um, and that you also have Google Analytics 4 set up because that is the big change that's coming next year. <laughs> Google Analytics 4. Tell us a little yes. bit more about that. Yeah, so um, so basically Google Analytics, as we know, it is going bye-bye. <laughs> and they've come out with GA4, 
Um, if you've been doing Facebook advertising, it's actually maybe going to be a little less crazy because it's going to be um, more event driven. Um, and that's language that Facebook marketers really understand already. Um, so that's a little plus for us. Um, but it's going to allow you to, it's going to be the, the priorities of tracking and the strategy for tracking are going to change. Uh, we don't need to get into too much detail here no. about what that's going to look like. <laughs> no, but, but yeah. Yeah. So just talking about, you know, if you're a business owner, you've been running Facebook ads, you have somebody in charge checking with them that they have not just access to the ads manager, but you give them all needed access to Google mm -hmm. Analytics. Ask them about Google Analytics for, are you yeah. prepared? Are you getting yes. ready? Yeah. Those are some of the things that they need to discuss with whoever's in charge Absolutely. of their ads. Yeah. And one of the other things I want to bring up, and, and you know, you and I work together on, on accounts, is that there's a lot of business owners who don't have access to their own Google Analytics and don't know whether it's set up. So if yeah. you're watching this, and if you're going to take anything away from what Anne is talking about, this is kind of a high level, you know, ads performance conversation. Make sure that you go to your webmaster. Make sure that you go to your marketing team. And if you don't have a big team, if you just have one person in front of, in, you know, charge social media, make sure that Google Analytics is set up. You have access. They have access. They understand how to read it. And if you don't, who would you need to hire, Anne? Um, so for Google Analytics setup, the, there's a few different kinds of people that would do it. The people that seem to do it the most and do it the best are SEO agencies. Uh, they, you know, they have to, that, that is their primary measurement tool and always has been. So they tend to be the ones that will set things up. Webmasters might not be fluent in Google Analytics. Okay. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind. Um, there are people out there that will do, you know, a Google Analytics setup. Um, I've heard people recommend, you know, just go on like Fiverr or Upwork or something like that. I don't do that, but by all means. <laughs> <laughs> um, but typically any SEO agency will know how to do correct Google Analytics setup. Okay. And that makes sense. So, I mean investing in paid ads is mm -hmm. it's the next step, right? I actually interviewed somebody um, just a little while ago, talked about SEO and um, was talking to him about, you know, kind of what your, you know, where you get your clients and how they enter. And he said, actually, one of the questions that I ask people if they'd invested any money in marketing, if they have not invested any in market, money in marketing, they don't need to come to my agency and ask about SEO because you have to invest in marketing. So if we apply that to this conversation, if you're ready to do Facebook ads, you have to be investing money in marketing, right? You have to have somebody who's doing social media, who's doing other types of marketing. Um, you have to have a website. You have to have all those pieces in place. And then, you know, uh, we're talking about ads. Now, if somebody's already running ads, this is an important conversation to have with whomever you're, you know, is running the ads. Um, and asking for reports, right? So mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about reporting because you're talking yeah. about tracking the ads. What yeah. are some things that people need to look for or people should pay attention to now that this shift has happened and new things are coming? Yeah, um, that's, that's a, a really important question. Um, so obviously you want to look at what 
your conversions are? You want to decide what are the numbers that you need to track in order to measure success for you. Uh, and then you want to look at those numbers every single month. Um, you also want to make sure that you look at numbers in context with each other. You don't want to just look at a single number and have a panic attack over it. Uh, look at numbers in context. And, you know, if you've got a blog article and you're looking at bounce rate, bounce rate is not a, a meaningful metric to the success of a blog article. The point of a blog article is to read the article. Uh, most people are going to go, if I've clicked off of, from a Facebook ad, I'm going to click off the Facebook ad and then land on the article. I'm going to read the article and then I'm going to go back to Facebook. That's standard behavior and I wouldn't have an expectation of something different. Um, the, the meaningful touch is that, they, um, is that they read the article. And so that's the measurement. The time on page is the, art, is the measurement that's more important for something like a blog article. Um, you know, that being said, if you want to do have your blogs be, you know, have used your blogs for conversion, then you want to look at, you know, conversion opportunities uh, and optimizing that. But that's a whole other process. That's not the question you just asked. Um, yeah. the, <laughs> um, you know, so look at the conversions. Look at the other piece, too, is especially like with lead generation. If you're doing like straight e-commerce, it's pretty straightforward. Like you had X number of view content, of view product. You had X number of, or Y number of add to carts and you had um, you know, so many purchases. And you want to calculate the conversion rates between each one of those steps. Those are really critical numbers for you to be paying attention to. And that's pretty straightforward. It's very linear. If you're selling a lower price point product, it's not hard to make those sales. The challenge, especially like if you're in the B2B space, if it's a, like a high consequence purchase, it's a long buying cycle. So now we're talking about things like insurance, real estate, anything B2B, um, if, especially if you're dealing with midsize or larger companies, you're no longer dealing directly with the owner. Um, there you need to look at, obviously, lead generation. You want to look at, you want to be paying attention to cost per lead, but cost per lead is not the be all and end all. What you ultimately want to be paying attention to is your cost per acquisition. So you need to not, you need to be paying attention not just to how many leads come in, but how many uh, customers come out the other end. Right. And for some areas that gets really muddy. You don't, you lose the like attribution. Um, so that's another place where having Google Analytics properly set up and properly integrated with your CRM um, so that you can see things like multi-touch attribution. Um, someone has visited your website X number of times, took X, Y number of actions on your site, read your email, it, and, you know, and, and you can see this, this pattern evolving over time if you have a good CRM. Um, it's going to give you that information. If you have your Google Analytics and your website integration set up properly, you start to get that information. And then you start to be able to map out a, an actual customer journey. And those are the numbers. You know, the first phase of being able to say, is it good or bad, is simply data collection. And then, uh, you know, looking at what, what's actually happening, getting a sense of that. And then you can start to, you know, test something. It's like, okay, we made this change. What was the consequence? And then we made another change. What was the consequence? And so um, those, those are, I think, numbers that, that you, you know, pretty important to be paying attention to. Each business is going to be slightly different, but you know. That's awesome. Well, Anne, thank you for your time today. We are actually already at the end. 
I just wanted to have this conversation. I think it's important. There's a lot of people, business owners, coaches, um, even social media professionals that mm-hmm. work in the social media sphere and not necessarily with paid um, that don't understand all of the changes that happen. So having an expert on my show to kind of break it down, I think is really important. I'm really, really glad that you're here, especially as these changes are continue to happen. And as, as you said, next year, July, 2023, I'll be sending people to this <laughs> podcast and say, well, and talked about it in May of 2022. So um, we do have a rapid fire round that I forgot to tell you about. So I'm gonna ask you three questions. Okay. Um, they're very simple, video meetings or in-person meetings? Video. Okay. Angry <laughs> client or angry coworker? Angry coworker. Book smarts or street smarts? Book smart. All right. Awesome. Well, Anne, tell our listeners and our viewers where they can connect with you and how they can connect with you. Uh, you can find me at socialsquib.com. That's S Q U I B as in boy.com. Uh, and uh, you can go on there and learn more about us and grab an appointment if you need to. All right. And uh, what uh, social media platform are you most active on if people want to find you and follow Instagram. Okay. Instagram. Instagram. All right. Awesome. Well, Anne, thank you so much for your time today uh, being with us. Um, I absolutely love all your knowledge. And um, I for those watching and listening, Anything I need about ads, I always go to Anne. So I'm really, really glad she's here. She is my expert of choice. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. If you have any questions, um, tag Anne and uh, she can answer them. Go to her website, learn more about Social Squib. And thank you so much, Anne, for being here with me today. Thank you for having me. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye. Bye.